Shalom, shalom, welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith. Living life in the spirit. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged in Yahovah. No matter what time of day or night it is from where you are watching, we appreciate that uh, you join with me today. As we spend time in the scriptures, today we're going to be talking about I'm a witness. And I want to uh, just spend a number of days where we focus on increasing uh, our desire to share the gospel with others. How do we activate um, uh, the passion and desire to be a witness for Yahovah? What are some of the key things that we have to experience? What are some of the things that we should be rehearsing so that we are being established in the will of Yahovah? So we're going to do a little bit of a mini-series called I'm a Witness, and I pray that this will uh, put you in a position of strength, growth, and that you will see fruit, that you will see people come to faith in Yeshua. And as they come to faith in Yeshua, that you'll have the opportunity to disciple, to minister into the lives of others, to bring transformation of the love of Yehovah into the hearts of others. So today we're going to talk about recognizing Elohim's love. What is God's love all about? How do we recognize it? And how important is it for us? So if you're tuning in, I just uh, would like to invite invite you to uh, give us a shout out in the comments section. If you're on one of the social media platforms or YouTube, welcome. If you're listening by podcast, we appreciate you joining with us. We know our feeds go out all over the world on multiple channels, uh, reaching many nations. Hallelujah. So, you know, if you're tuning in listening, I'd love for you to send me an email. It's Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Just give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from. And uh, if these devotions are an encouragement to you and strengthening you in your faith. Hallelujah. All right. So we've got B with us in Texas. Good to see you. We've got Yogi with us in Mississippi. We've got Esther in uh, Australia. We've got Glenn in Missouri in the States. Thanks for joining with us. If I've missed your name out, it's because the system didn't come in fast enough. We've got Angie joining with us as well in Charlotte, North Carolina. We've got Pete, the Irishman in New York. Good to see you. Uh, blessings. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you know, as I was just uh, praying and pressing in about today, I'm so excited about what we are going to share because I believe that as we've just dealt with the importance of being spiritual, the importance of being connected to Yehovah in these last three broadcasts that we have done, now I want us to move into another realm where we are strengthening our witness and growing in Yehovah. So like I said, if you're tuning in, just give us a shout out. Uh, if you have any testimony, if you've been encouraged and blessed through the ministry, through the things that we teach, and you want to share a testimony of what the Father's doing in your life, send us an email. Uh, or send us a message on social media, whatever platform you're listening in, and just let us know, share a bit of your testimony, because we put these testimonies into our newsletters, our newsletter magazines go out all over 
uh, you know, and it's so exciting to see how many people get to read them and uh, are blessed by the content. And we try and focus on really laying out the word, the scriptures, so that people can see it within context of what is being said, so they can have a greater understanding of what the Father is saying through the word. So I encourage you to send a testimony in, Kenny, at bulldozeoffaith.com. Hallelujah. All right, let's just take a moment to pray. We've also got Brandon joining with us. Good to see you, Brandon. Thanks for joining with us. Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, that you empower us, that you transform us, that we are not the same. We are bought with a price. We are filled with your spirit. And Father, I just give you permission that as we just spend time in your word today, that, that you will really uh, uh, empower us, that the fire of Elohim will be strong within us, that this will not just be a talk, but this will be a time to be encouraged, that you'll fan into flame the gifts that you have given us, that you will make us a witness. I make a declaration. I am a witness. Hallelujah. I choose to be a witness for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. May my life bring glory to the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Father, for everyone that is joining with us right here, right now. And I pray, Father, that every household represented here will experience the blessings and just an increase of your spirit because of our time together here in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. You know, we're talking about uh, recognizing God's love, recognizing what he has to say to us. And, you know, this is from the position of being a witness. Well, you cannot be a witness if you've lost the fire of who Yehovah is within your life. You've got to be on fire. You've got to recognize what he has done for you. What makes people go out and risk their reputation, risk <laughs> everything, uh, even in the place of fear, will go out and even into a place of danger. We talked yesterday about uh, David Wilkinson and his little church thinking, you know, what's all this about? Man, we need to go out and be a witness. And, you know, he didn't just go anywhere. He went to the place of darkness and he brought forth the word of Yehovah to the worst gangsters. And there's Nicky Cruz when he says, God loves you. He said, I could just cut you up into pieces right here, right now. And, you know, David Wilkinson's response is, you could cut me up into little pieces, spread them out all over the road. And every one of them will say, I love you. I love you. And why did David get to that place? Or how did David get to that place? He recognized just who Yeshua was to him and how much he meant to him. So maybe you struggle with witnessing. Maybe you struggle with sharing your faith, your self-conscious, or you just think, well, this is not for me. Then this series and what we're going to go through, I believe, is going to be something that will just put a fire under your life and take you to a new dimension. Of course, when we look at the scripture and we talk about the love of God. You want to be able to communicate the love of God, but to communicate the love of God, you have to experience the love of God. I know many people who are believers, you know, they're sincere, they spend time in the Word, they pray, 
they go through all the right motions and you know you know they're just not excited or passionate about the love of God it's almost like God you know you know God you need me you know I'm here you know I'm I'm so glad you got me you know but when we recognize who he is we go to the scriptures and John chapter 3 I love it you know if we just read you know verse 16 I'm just going to bounce on a, a few scriptures here it says for Elohim so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life so God's desire is that the restoration the plan of restoration from the fall of man is available to you and it's available to me through the power through the work of Yeshua the Messiah now you know when there's tough times and things happen here in Israel you will hear Many Jewish people say in the midst of tragedy and tough times, they'll say things like, Messiah come, Messiah come. And why do they say Messiah come? You know, it's not just something we talk about at uh, Sukkot, uh, you know, when they were bringing the water up for uh, the sacrifice during the, the daily offerings during Sukkot, Messiah come. This is something that is said even today here in the land of of Israel when difficulties are before people Messiah come that's how the religious see it but what do we know we know that he has come Yeshua has already come and we want to experience the love of Elohim and Father, I, I ask that you just transform us with your love so we know how much he loved us, that he sent his son. And his desire is that none should perish. He doesn't want anyone to perish. And this is an incredible opportunity for us not just to experience the love of Elohim, but we can take the love of Elohim to this generation. In Romans chapter 5, it says that Elohim showed his love for us that while we were still sinners Messiah died for us I want you to think about that you know first John chapter 4 19 it says we love because he first loved us and I want us to really press in for a fresh outpouring of the love of God to a level that we will share our faith with others. But Elohim showed his love for us that while we were still sinners, Messiah died for us. Now, you can't get a greater expression of love than that. Number one, you know, to understand that we do not deserve the the forgiveness of God. We do not deserve the redemption of God. We do not deserve his love because we have fallen short. You know, we don't add up. But the, the Father's heart and desire is that his love is revealed to us, that we experience his love, that we stand in that place of recognizing who he is. So I want you to take a moment and sit back and and just and just allow the Holy Spirit to minister the love of Elohim to you right now. You know, we're going to share from Psalm 139 in a minute. And as we go through that, we see the, the heart of David towards 
his God and our God. And I want you just to capture that for a second. You know, Galatians chapter 2, it talks about that we've been crucified with Messiah. It's no longer I that live, but it's Messiah who lives in me. Now, how do we get to that point? We have not just got to agree with what the scripture says. We have to have a life-changing event. We have to have a life-changing event. Now, many of us, even though we're of the faith, it takes something in our lives to happen that makes us realize how precious our life is and how short our time is here on earth. Have you ever been faced in a situation where you were in a place where you could have lost your life, your life could have been taken, and you've seen how God has spared you? You know, I experienced that on a few occasions. <laughs> you know, one of them when I had myocarditis and, you know, I was having heart failure. And, you know, how many times did I sit down with my family, two, three times with Haley and Hannah? And, you know, and what did I do? I didn't sit down and, and, and go through accounts with them. I sat down and I told them how much I loved them and how much they meant to me. And I didn't know if this was going to be my last day. I didn't know if I was going to make it another day. And what do we want to express in those moments? We want to express to others our love for them. And I want you to picture this for a second. God, he loved you. Yehovah, he loved you so much. He gave his son. We experience the love of Yehovah. We are transformed by the love of Elohim. And when we magnify that within our lives and truly meditate on that point and understand it, it will make our witness and our delivery more powerful. And maybe the Father will bring events into our lives uh, trials and troubles into our lives for us to recognize just how important he is to us. And, and should it get to that place? Should the Father have to use these things for us to experience and understand the love of Yehovah? Or can we just come to the Word and meditate on it and grow in Yehovah? We don't have to just have tragedy and difficult events uh, to open our eyes to the love of Yehovah. But let's face the reality as, as uh, mankind, you know, we're, we're so focused on so many other things that you know, the enemy is fighting for our time to dilute us so that we are not effective for the king. So there is events that come into our life that bring change to us, that uh, challenge us uh, in how we deliver and minister from the love of Yehovah. In John chapter 15, it says, Greater love has no one than this, than someone lay down his life for his friends. And, you know, what is Yeshua saying in John chapter 15? He's saying, listen, if you experience the love of Yehovah and you know who he is and what he has done for you, you will step out. And even if it means laying your life down for the lives of others to bring them into a saving knowledge of salvation, you will do that. And, you know, it doesn't take, uh, you know, uh, extraordinary people to bring supernatural change. You know, we see a lot of transformation within our world today. It comes from normal people who just catch the revelation of how to be connected to a mighty God. You know, the supernatural should be the natural. 
We should not just be thinking the supernatural might happen once every hundred years. We should be walking in the supernatural of Yahovah. So we want to identify the love of Yahovah. We want to experience the love of Elohim. Are you ready to do that? And, you know, Psalm 139, let's turn there as uh, we read some of the scriptures uh, from this portion. I hope it will be a blessing to you. Verse 1, Yehovah, you have searched me, you know me, you know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar, you discern my going out, my lying down, you are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Yehovah. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. We're recognizing just how much God cares for us. How much, as David is expressing, he's expressing, God, you have a purpose for my life. I recognize that purpose, and that purpose is to take me forward. That purpose is for me to experience the love that you have for me. You protect me. You care for me. Verse 7, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even if your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. Even there, sorry, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light will become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for the darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. And as we experience these opening 14 verses of this scripture, you know, what are we witnessing? Number one, we're recognizing God's presence is everywhere. So when we go back to John 3, 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. You know, he didn't just put that out there. You know, he desires that all will come to salvation. That's why at the end of time there's a judgment and every man will stand before Yehovah and give an account. And just from the basis of creation, and you know, I want to turn to Psalm 19. I'll just read a couple of verses from there. I love Psalm 19 and also how it relates to Psalm 119. But it says in verse 1, the heavens declare the glory of Elohim. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, he has pitched a tent for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming forth from his pavilion. Like a champion rejoices to run his course. It rises 
at one side, at one end of the heavens, and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is hidden from all of its heat. And, you know, what do we see in these opening verses in Psalm 19? We see the power of the witness of creation. There's no speech or language there uh, where their voice is not heard. It's basically saying every single one of us has a God consciousness. Now, what causes people not to choose God is man's rebellion. So, you know, we can sit back and not choose Elohim and be in a rebellious state. But the reality is this. The Father has put within every one of us the desire to worship. You know, he's given us the desire to know him. You know, he knit us together, as we read in Psalm 139. For for he created me, uh, my inmost being. He knit me together in my mother's womb. This is the God that I love. This is the God that we are called to serve. He didn't just create the universe and create the world in which we live, but he knit me together. He put me together. He knew. He put the ability in me to choose life. He put the ability in me to recognize who he is. And that's why we'll come to a place of judgment. We'll come to a place of judgment on the basis of, you know, man is without excuse. You have no excuse. You know, the the creation cries out at the beauty, at the wonders of who he is. It is speaking the reality of who he is. We just look at the human body. You know, you can't even understand the brain or the eyeball in its fullness. It doesn't matter what technology is before us. The creation, the, the hand of Elohim, the variations that we see around the world, the animals that he's created, the flowers... The, you know, the, the fish of the sea and the deep. Everywhere we look, what do we see? We see the designing hand of a mighty God, a creative God who cares, who loves us. And guess what? He created all this environment for us to live in it. Now, man is very good at messing up the blessings of Yahovah. We have war. We have rumors of war. We have all these things going on. You know, Ukraine is not looking very beautiful right now. You know, and what happens at the hands of man, we see destruction. But when we also look at what goes on within our own hearts, if within our own minds, what does it take for us to be built up in him? How do we get to that place where we experience the true love of Yahovah? Let me tell you something. You cannot be a witness if you have not experienced I'm talking genuinely experience the power of the love of Elohim. You cannot be a witness. You will not have a desire to share your faith. Why do so many people not share their faith? It's like they've been disconnected uh, from the truth, from the realization of the mighty hand of God, of what he did within our life in Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked. So when we look around and we see this wicked world, we've got to make a decision. I'm not going to walk in the paths of wickedness. I'm not going to be sitting in the council uh, or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. But this should be our delight. You want to be a witness? Do you want to disciple 
Do you want to minister into the lives of members of your family, people in your community? How are we going to do this? We have got to get to that place where we delight in the instructions of Yahovah, his Torah, and on his law, meditate day and night. What happens when we meditate day and night? We become empowered by the Spirit into a new realm, into a new place. We move into a whole new dimension of who he is. There's nothing more beautiful than hearing the testimony of the love of God in the lives of others. That's why at the beginning I said, if you have a testimony, share it with us so we can put it in our uh, magazine newsletter each month. Why? Because people are so encouraged when they hear what God is doing. So what will you be like if you meditate on the word day and night? You'll be like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. It doesn't matter what storms, doesn't matter what weather, doesn't matter if it's icy, snowy, cold, you will be evergreen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. You will be able to find comfort, find assurance, Find strength, no matter what you face, no matter what you're going through. Maybe you're listening right now and you are really experiencing a tough time. Hear the word of Yahovah. He's saying, my love is coming deep inside you. My love will strengthen you. My love will empower you. You know, my spirit will comfort you. He will lift you up. And what will happen? We will be a witness and a testimony to the reality of God. People will say, I, I recognize there's something different about you. You don't act like others act in the midst of the things that you experience and what you go through. Something different is about you. Your leaf will not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. You know, I want to share a little bit of testimony with you because sometimes when I just sit back and take a moment to meditate on where I came from, you know, where could my life have been if it wasn't for Yeshua? Where would I be right now? I remember from nine years old being so rebellious and demon-possessed. My dad was a pastor. And, you know, I remember I, I got labeled at school. I went through my identity crisis at nine years old. And, you know, a new kid came to school, and this is Hamish, and this is John, and, and this is Kenny, and he's a Christian. I'm like, what? Where did, what? How could Hamish be Hamish and John be John? And why, why have I got to be a Christian? You know, why can't I just be Kenny? Why can't I be who I am? But I was labeled because of who my dad was and he would teach in the assemblies in the school. And I realized that, you know, something rose up in me and it wasn't of God. It was rebellion. And every one of us experience rebellion at some stage. And, you know, uh, we minister a lot to believers that through their difficulty and their hardship move into a spirit of rebellion. And if you're in that place right now, I just want to break that spirit of rebellion. And as I share with you, you know, what happened to me, I pray that you will be set free right here, right now, and you will not continue down that road of destruction, but you will experience the fullness and the blessing of a mighty God. So there I was, nine years old. This was the declaration that came out of my mouth. No one will ever call me a Christian again because of who my dad is. 
I will have my own identity. And I started smoking right away. I started getting involved in violent crime. I started getting involved in uh, organized crime. Uh, you know, whatever I could do to do everything against anything that could look possibly like God. And this went on until I was 11 years old, and it got worse and worse and worse. And you're thinking, you know, what can happen with a 9 to 11-year-old? Well, you know, I'm talking about running away from home. I'm talking about stealing things. You know, I had people locked up in jail at uh, 10 uh, years old and all different types of crazy things because of what I did. Uh, I nearly had the, the chief of police send me off to uh, a Boston children's prison because of the way I was living my life. I was involved in uh, fights. I even had a baseball bat uh, where I put Evo stick on the, the bottom of it with broken glass uh, for battles, for fights to come against people. You know, it was, I went to an extreme place of darkness uh, even at that young age. When I was 11 years old, my parents sent me off to this Christian holiday camp in the island of Aaron. And, you know, I don't want to tell you the whole story of, of salvation. I want to get to some key points of what brought change within my life. And this young boy, you know, I didn't go to any of the meetings. You know, I was wrecking the island, drinking, doing all the things that you shouldn't be doing. But it was my birthday, and in that time, they recognized I wasn't in the meeting, so they made sure I got to the meeting. And this 11-year-old boy stood up, and he shared how God had supernaturally healed him of leukemia. And as he was speaking, the whole place was filled with the love of God. It was so powerful. He was emotional. He was, uh, you know, it was difficult for him to speak. It was difficult for him to share because he was so thankful that he had life. He was so thankful that in the name of Yeshua, he was supernaturally healed of leukemia. And he shared his testimony. He talked about God. He talked about how much he loved him and how much he cared for him. And, you know, just the testimony of being healed. And as he shared that, God's presence showed up. And I want you to think about the presence of God right now and how powerful the presence of God is. You know, when you deal with love in a natural level, when you fall in love with your spouse and you're falling in love with, with another, you know, emotionally and everything that's connected with it, you know, you feel so good, it's so wonderful, it's so amazing. But do we really have that experience in the presence of Yehovah? Do we really know, do we recognize God's love in an increasing measure? And I believe that as we hear testimony and the life's changed and what God does in people's lives, it gives us an insight into a greater understanding of the love of God. And as we look at the testimony of what we're, we're, we're reading here in Psalm 139, and we see the confidence that David has in the will of God and the love that he shows for him. And, you know, he, he is recognizing, you know, God's love was there before I was even born. God's love was set out before so that I could come into an environment and experience the fullness of everything that God wanted to give me and had for me. 
And God's love is so full. And if you're in that place right now where you just feel like, you know, his love is lacking, you're, you're, you're not experiencing the love of God. Let me tell you something. It's not because uh, Yehovah doesn't want to pour his love onto you. What's stopping you experiencing, embracing the love of Yehovah? What do we have in the way? What barriers need to come down? So there I was listening to this young boy sharing his testimony of how God healed him of leukemia. And as he's speaking, the glory, the manifestation of Yehovah is filling the room. I'm recognizing the presence of Yehovah. I don't even, I, I don't confess faith in Yeshua. I'm not a believer. I'm in rebellion. I'm demon possessed. I'm walking away from God. And here in that moment, even in my sin, even in my brokenness, my rebellion, the presence of Yehovah is seeping in. And I just proclaim right now that his presence is here. It doesn't matter what you've done or how evil or how dark it might be because we just talked about I can go up to the heights I can it doesn't matter where I go I can cross the sea I can go to the deeps I can go to that place of darkness I will say surely the darkness will hide me and the light becomes night around me because our God will shine his light around you and if we're truly going to be a witness for God we need to know what it means to break through into the fullness of his love, to experience the glory of the love of Yehovah. And as I walked out of that meeting that night, I, I, I had an encounter with God. It was so powerful. His presence was so real because of this young boy sharing his testimony. And it wasn't just what happened to him. It was the reality that he was speaking words of truth that were impacting my life. And what, what sets you and I free is the knowing of the truth. When we know the truth, we are set free. And we cannot be a witness, we cannot be a testimony if we have not experienced the fullness of the love of Elohim. And I believe today that you're going to experience an enriching of His love. You're going to experience the glory of Yehovah on another level. He is preparing our hearts to be a witness. He's preparing our hearts to be a testimony of the reality of God here on earth. Just like that young boy when he shared his testimony on how much he loved God and how much he, God meant to him for healing him. That impacted my life and that night in the tent on that holiday camp. I got on my face before Elohim and I repented. And I, I laid aside all my rebellion. I laid it all aside. I said, God, I'm separated from you. I'm disconnected. I know I live in a house of love. I see your love in my father. I see your love in my mother. I see your love in my sisters. I see your love all around. I get to sleep in a house of peace, even though I was out and jumping out the bedroom window and spending time with people who were filled with demonic demons and, and evil and, you know, fear and <laughs> all of that stuff. Very dangerous situations. Your life is at risk. They could take you out. They could stab you, do whatever they want with you. And I got to go home and sleep in a house of love, a place where the love of Elohim was established. And I pray that every one of our homes will be a home that's established on the basis of the love of God so that our children, our family will experience 
the love of God through our lives. So like I said, I repented of my rebellion. I started repenting of all my sins and just going through all the things that I'd done, all the shoplifting, the stealing, the violence, the, uh, you know, the attacks against my parents, against other believers, all the things I'd done, I repented before God. And as I started to move into repentance and confessing my sins before God, I just felt the, the, the blood of Yeshua washing me, cleansing me, setting me free oh the the joy that was coming into my life I, you know as as i'm praying i love you god thank you for sending jesus i recognize now that you so love the world i recognize that you did send yeshua that he is the messiah he is setting me free he's transforming me there was that gape gaping hole within the inside of me which i was trying to fill with so many things that didn't fit i was forcing them into that place this is my life this is how i'm going to live my life this is my decision this is my way <laughs> my pride i was living on the basis of pride and when i came to that place and humbled myself before elohim it was like all of those things just washed out just washed away the glory of yahovah filled me and he washed me from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. He delivered me from all of my addictions. He set me free. It was an incredible time in the presence of Yehovah. His glory, his presence is here right now. He wants you to recognize his love. He wants you to experience the, the joy of forgiveness. He wants you to experience healing. You know, has God ever healed you? Have you ever experienced the healing power of Yeshua? Have you ever been delivered? You know, look what Elohim has done. Has he set you free? You know, every one of us who are born again of the Spirit, we've all had an encounter with the living God. And I want you to think about your encounter right now. I want you to think about what Yeshua has done for you. I want you to recognize that right now. Take a moment and just say, thank you, God. Thank you. I'm not what I used to be. Thank you, you set me free. You paid the price so that I can be where I am today. And if you're watching right now and you haven't made a decision for Yeshua and you know that you are hearing the truth concerning the word of God, you, are, you know that you are hearing, you know, you hear so much about Yeshua, Jesus, and, you know, you, you, people talk about him all the time. They talk about their experience. You don't have that experience. You don't have that knowledge. You don't have that understanding. Then hear the word of Yehovah. He wants you to hear, and he wants you to receive everything that he has for you right here, right now. If you have never made a commitment to Yeshua, just stop right now and don't wait another moment. You don't know how many days you have. You don't know how long your lifespan will be. We all think we're going to live forever. But the reality is you don't know if this is your last day. This is an urgent day for you. This is the day where you need to make a decision. Do you recognize 
the love of God? Do you recognize what he has done for you? Do you recognize just what he wants to uh, do in your life right now? He wants to set you free. He wants to give you the authority to live your life in the freedom of Elohim. That's the God we serve. He is amazing. He is amazing. He wants you to have victory. You cannot have victory in the flesh over the devil. You need the Spirit of God living in you. You need Elohim within your life. Thank you, Father. What a blessing it is just to open up uh, on this scripture. And, you know, I'm not going to read any more. I just want us to take time to ponder and and just... You know, I've shared with you a little bit about my story, but I want to give you a challenge right now. I don't want you just to come and listen to my story and go, oh, hallelujah. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, who can you share your story of salvation with today? Who do you know that needs to hear your testimony today? Maybe you've got a child that's... Um, you, you just feel like you're distant. You just feel like there's, there's such a breakdown because of what God has done in your life and because they're in rebellion. You know, oil and water doesn't want to mix together. And, you know, it's, it's very difficult. Father, will you give us an opportunity to share our testimony today, to speak life into the brokenhearted, to minister your truth? So just take a moment and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And I'm sure he's going to tell you right now who you need to share the love of God with today. Who can you share the love of God with? Isn't he amazing? Salvation belongs to our God. And this is what he's saying today. I'm a God who brings forth salvation. And this is my day of salvation. And it's not just time for us to go, hallelujah, we received your salvation whenever that happened. But it's time for us to recognize that we need to share our salvation with others. Share our testimony with others. Because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Listen, you know, this is an important day today. And I believe it's a day of breakthrough in the Spirit. And I believe the life and the love of God will go out from us and minister into the hearts of others because of this moment because of this time. So, Father, I want to thank you for speaking to us. I want to thank you for changing our life, for setting me free, for the blood of Yeshua. Yeshua, you paid the price for me. You know, I know what it is to, to be without you. And when I received you, the transformation that took place in my life, I want to thank you, God, for that transformation. Now I ask you, Father, to speak through me. Will you minister to my children, to my family, to my parents, whoever the Father has told you to speak to? Father, every person who's hearing a word right now and a person that they have to share the gospel with right now, I pray, Father, for an increase in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I pray for a greater revelation of the love of God that we will be compelled because of your love to share you with others in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. 
I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this message. And, you know, I'm a witness. And that's what we're going to talk on these next few days. I can't wait to hear the testimonies of the lives that have been changed and will be changed because of this word. I appreciate you. If you've got a testimony, you want to share it, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're blessed with the ministry and you want to help us reach out to make a difference for Yeshua to this generation, you can give at bulldozerfaith.com. You'll see the giving section there. You also have the link in the comments of this uh, broadcast as well. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.